feet are your allies on this journey called life. Treat them right, pamper them, and give them some Anatag love. Today's episode of Inside the Wires is brought to you by Xenon Paddle. All Xenon Paddles have been designed and engineered by a paddle player right here in the USA. Take your game to the next level. Play with Xenon. For more information, visit xenonpaddle.com. Welcome to Inside the Wires, hands down the best podcast in all of racket sports. Listener discretion may be advised for a younger audience. All right, welcome back to Inside the Wires, the post-Thanksgiving edition. Uh, That's Ben, I'm Noah, and we are really pleased to have on Stephen Mitchell without Johan Durant who talks too much. So we're glad to have Stephen and let him get a word in edgewise. Uh, Stephen's a great guy, South African player, and uh, doesn't get nearly the credit he deserves, and we're hoping to try to rectify some of that tonight. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast. All right, welcome back to uh, Inside the Wires. We are super excited tonight to have uh, two-time national champ Stephen Mitchell on. So that's Ben, I'm Noah, and uh, coming to you live from Boston, Stephen Mitchell. Stephen, hey, how are you? Thanks for uh, thanks for hopping on on a Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, how, speaking of that, I guess, how was your weekend? It was good. It was really good. Thanks uh, Thanks for having me, guys. Always, yeah. always fun talking to you guys. Um, but no, we had a good, very good, relaxing Thanksgiving weekend, so it was good. So, uh, j- just for some perspective on the the life of a, of a rackets director, is uh, is a holiday weekend actually really a holiday, or is it uh, just as much work with other events and everything else? Uh, no, for me, this one is is pretty quiet. So, again, I I, I definitely love my membership for that one because they kind of know that it's uh, it's yeah. one that they they kind of they encourage they're like you got to be with your family now so it's uh oh, that's awesome it's oh, definitely, that's a, definitely that's nice. a good membership yeah, yeah. so you Life. actually had like four or five days off uh yes off since uh i did work wednesday so i've been off since thursday through sunday and be back awesome. tomorrow yeah nice awesome well i i my first year teaching paddle i i made the mistake of running a turkey like a, a turkey shoot yeah. on the friday after thanksgiving for any pros, it's the worst fucking thing because you spend the whole day of Thanksgiving with people going, oh, you know, oh, I've got like a calf injury. No, you That's haven't. Right. That's you right. drank too much. You ate too much. And you regret saying that you would play paddle at eight o'clock on a, on a Friday morning. That's all it is. So I decided to do my turkey shoots kind of like the Friday before. The, and everyone's still in town, too. Yep. Um, but yeah, and then you get a vacation. Or you do a, have it be a member organized event, right? That's what I did this year. Yeah, there you go. That's what cool. I did. Yeah, we had the yeah. uh, same with our guys at our place. They, I think there was twenty four of them that went out and uh, did like a, a round robin type deal, and and then had like a semis and a finals. And I swung by there on Friday just because they were great guys, and swung by and had a beer and watched a little bit, and that was great. Nice. So, you know. Yeah. Nice, nice, fantastic. So, uh, how was your summer, bit? I. Uh, I know you had a camp going on. What what uh, happened for you this summer? Obviously, uh, you put the rat paddles away and uh, 
playing those other crazy sports that have rackets that I don't understand. Uh, tennis, maybe pickleball. What what happens there? Mostly mostly tennis uh, for me. It was a good a good season, busy season with the tennis, and then uh, um, actually got to go to South Africa with the, my family for the first time in three years uh, with all the COVID stuff, which is awesome. Because um, unfortunately, last year I missed my younger brother's wedding because there was another outbreak and we were going to go and then couldn't go. Um, so you know, for for us it was. The highlight was really that we got to go back to South Africa. So um, did a safari, Absolutely. all that stuff. It was pretty Ooh. phenomenal. Yeah, that was cool. Nice. So, so who, who, wait, you say your family. Sorry, I, I assume you'll probably mention them a couple of times. Who's who's the family? We got the wife, kids. Wife, three what kids. Are- and then, uh, so boy, girl, boy, uh, Aiden, Camilla, and Gray, my wife, Stacy. Um, and then uh, my family are all, you know, I have three siblings who are over there. Um, and my parents in South Africa. So it's just it's just really us that get together. It's good. Yeah. Nice. And we're in South Africa. Cape Town. Very nice. Yeah. So it's a uh, it's it's a pretty it's like our highlight of the year that trip. So it's pretty awesome. Oh, is is Stacy South African as well, or is she from the no. uh, U.S.? No, she's gotcha. from the U.S. Yep. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Married, did married you meet her in college or after yes. school? Yes. Met her met her at the University of Alabama. Bama girl. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. Accent and everything? Less now than then, but yes, because we've been living here for a while. So she tries yeah. to hide it. <laughs> Does it come out when she goes back down and hangs with the family? Or just when I piss her off. But you know. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, so being South African, I have to ask you because uh, I, I told the story last week on air that uh, I was at a tournament here in Chicago and somebody came up and said, Hey, you love the show. Where, uh, you know, where, just out of curiosity, Ben, he's got that accent. Where's was he, where's he from? I said, Oh, South Africa, <laughs> which always upsets him. And I'm curious, it does, not. South African, does it, it sound even remotely South African or no? No, we get, no, it, it doesn't. Um, no, it doesn't. But, but the one that I get the most often is Australian, but you know, and that's ah. that's a really big insult. So you know, Amer- Americans I'd, I'd, I'd rather have... someone say, "Are you English?" than than Australian. So wow. well, Americans have no clue between English, South African, Australian, uh, yeah, Australian, and like New Zealand. New Zealand, yep. No the, clue. Like, you the, you could say any of them, and they would nod their head and go, "Uh huh." Yeah. They're not not all the same. <laughs> exactly the same. You know, I got to tell you, Stephen, sometimes when I don't feel like so anytime someone goes, where are you from? I say England. They generally go into like a half hour about how they're English and they 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 tell me, do I know someone in England? And yep. Yeah. So I started telling people I was actually South African because they don't know anyone in South Africa. <laughs> they don't have any family there and I don't have to have a fucking stupid half an hour uh, conversation uh, giving a shit about someone's background where they're from in England. That's so, a pretty good move, actually. Yeah, yeah I, need, I need to do more research on South Africa if there's any follow-up questions, but they generally aren't. Yeah. Hey, no, I, you just I, throw Cape Town and Safari, and then they just talk about animals. That's it. It's yeah, like, oh, we're okay. good. Yeah. So uh, I, I'll show my ignorance. How, how big of a country is South Africa, roughly, population-wise? Uh, population-wise, about... Yeah. Probably close to like 60 million, I think. That many. All right. Somewhere, so yeah. so why do you think it is? Uh, and again, I don't know anything about tennis, but uh, obviously within paddle, there's there's certainly a good number of, I think, uh, South African male paddle players, which I'm assuming meant that probably came over here as uh, on a college scholarship for tennis or whatever. Is is it is there a disproportionate number, do you think, of, of really good South African rackets players, tennis players, whatever? Or is that just the... Uh, 
my perspective on it from from paddle yeah i mean it's probably just from paddle for you you know mixing with those people but i do think that we have we generate what we do we put out a lot of good tennis players mm-hmm. and then the problem is when they get to 18 there's no real funding or a federation really in terms of an organization like there is the usta and then guys just come over and play college tennis and i mean you'll find that i mean there's guys that really good guys that are like a random school and i don't mean in any disrespect like a very good friend of mine went and played at old dominion university and he was like a hundred in the world in singles and 90 in doubles like that that seems weird but it's because right. nobody knew who he was he didn't mm-hmm. have funding or finances behind him when he was a junior but he's incredibly good and well Johan's kind of an example of that too i mean he didn't even come to the u.s for college because he didn't even know about it really at that time mm-hmm. um so you know whereas he would have obviously played it like a top five, top 10 division one school, um, you know, so, but, and then after, after guys come here, then they actually realize there's a lot of opportunities in tennis and now more in rackets, meaning paddle, pickleball, all these things. So it's, it's kind of a cool, you know, it, it opens a lot of doors for us. Sure. I mean, but the, the, the South African sports federation doesn't, doesn't see it happening and want to put more money to, to keep people there. That's just not, organized enough to be honest and there's again i don't know the ins and outs but there's a fair amount of corruption and all kinds of things and in government no yeah (laughs) so exactly so it's just it's just not organized so to be honest we i mean there's a lot of guys who who i grew up with who would be who would have been very very good tennis players and potential and a lot of guys get kind of just fall through the cracks that could have been very good pros but if you're not you know if you don't know people or funding all that kind of stuff i mean guys come over here and played college tennis and then met people who then sponsored them um, and stuff like that you know but there's no there's nothing that like that at home so so even a junior program the junior program isn't well uh well supported the junior junior stuff is pretty good in terms of once you get to 18 years old then it's like because now you're you're open and then it's that's when it falls apart because then you have to like you know coming out of south africa you have to travel everywhere else to play futures challenges and those kinds of events and that's massively expensive traveling from south africa to everywhere else because you can't base and then you know so it's just too costly and that's where people get lost and that's why they do the college the college route and then they realize there's other opportunities as well so when in juniors you guys had some badass tennis players like really like really you know i i went to high school with one south how old are you steven 40 Oh, you're a young man. Oh, so he might not be. He might don't, not don't be. Feel like, I have, uh, anyway. like I went to a, I went to school with a guy called Coley Coley Van Ziel. Yeah, Coley Van Ziel. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's. Yeah. I think Coley's like maybe he was a year older than me. So he's hey, like 44, hey, 45. Congratulations! Yeah. You just pulled the. Uh, oh, you're from South Africa. Do you know? <laughs> no, uh, he's so a tennis so. player. He's a good tennis player, and <laughs> right, I assumed right. they I would know, know each other. I do, I do know who. I do know who that is. Yes. <laughs> Fuck you, Noah. <laughs> but, but he was he was another one of those. I don't think had really, you know, we did some high school and I, I can't remember where he ended up going to college, but UAB you know, maybe? It might have been Alabama, Birmingham. Yeah. But they, not not a not a big time school. No. But right? Still, yeah. You went you went to the big time Alabama school. Well, yeah, that's what they say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, what were you? What was what was Alabama when you when you went there? What were you guys ranked? Um, it was good. We were. I mean, we were always top twenty when I was there, and we got as high as like eleven, I think. Um, really? We oh were, wow. We were we were good. Yeah, we were we were we were solid. Um, so I mean, that at that time the SEC was actually ridiculous. Like, 
the Vandy was one of the years that I was there. Vandy was 12th in the SEC, but ranked 32 in the country. Wow. Um, so all 12 yeah. teams were in the top 30. And then the very next year, Vandy actually made like the finals of the NCAAs and they were like two in the country. Um, they got Bobby Reynolds played there. They had a bunch mm -hmm. of, I mean, you know, they, there was, there was a lot of good, a lot of good guys came out of that time period. Yeah. So is it true at Alabama, they have a guy more plaque up on the wall? <laughs> I did not see that. So I can't comment on that. <laughs> do, do, do you know guy more? He was, he was a legend. You, you I, know, I do. I, I do know who he, I do know who he is, but I I got to know him through paddle. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, guy yeah. guy Moore was at uh, was at uh, um, Plainfield Country Club where Martin Bostrom is now. I think Guy was there for like seventeen years, but Guy's probably I'm guessing Guy's maybe six years older than you. I would think five yeah. years old or something like that. So he looks yeah. at least fifteen. Guy, guy's done some hard living in those years. That's for sure. That's a, that's a that's a hard forty six right there. Yeah, he, he did teach me my favorite shot, the three panel slam. Though I love that one. That's a guy more specialty. So uh, guy, guy, the legend. Yes, from 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 Alabama. Uh, so uh, all right. So back to summer. A lot of tennis. No pickle at all over there at your place. A little, at, little at bit, but not much. You know, we have those the surfaces that go on the paddle court. So to be honest, those are those are hard to play on. It's yeah. just not not enjoyable. The the club's going to be looking at trying to find space to put courts, but land is is yeah, at a sure. premium, so yeah, it's, sure. uh, it's tricky. I, I thought you were just a conscientious objector to pickle, which you know <laughs> I understand. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I've kind of gotten into it, and I'm playing. I'm playing a fair amount, uh, trying to play. I don't have that much time now during this season, but we're we're we're, we're trying to play some. So we'll see. Do you uh, like so, teaching it? Sorry, uh, no. I do. Um, I right. mean that's. That's it's like the easiest one to teach, but um, see, I I love teaching it because it's like you can teach like someone with no athletic ability, and they're like, "Oh my god, I'm so good!" And you're like, "Yes, I forgot." Okay, like, like yeah. and that's well, that's the big reason the sport's growing the way it is, right? Because almost anybody can pick up a paddle and play it. Yeah. Um, it's so, like bowling, yeah. it's modern day bowling, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so, you know, I, I will say it was interesting. And I I know you did the SA Rackets camp this summer up in Owl's Nest. Yep. And uh, what I, it was interesting because when I was up there, um, a bunch of the guys, I think there was, uh, there was Johan, there was uh, Mark Guinness was up there. Tyler Frazier was up there. I'm trying to think who the fourth person was that was playing, but I remember a couple of times we walked up there and the guys were out playing pickle and it was, it was pretty interesting to watch a bunch of high level you know, obviously rackets players, but battle players then have seeming to have a lot of fun playing pickle, which I don't understand, but you know, to each their own. <laughs> well, actually, I think, I don't think, I don't think Tyler and Philippe Rams had played much and like yeah. Jan kind of was like, oh, we're going to go play some, but then they actually, they did, they started liking it because well, yeah. also you, can, you can hit people a bunch. So it's kind of fun. Um, so, <laughs> so, so Johan enjoyed it tremendously. <laughs> <laughs> I think they got him a couple of times too. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Uh, and, and so would you play in some of those games when you're up there as well? Yeah, we did. We didn't get to play. We played a little bit, but not much um, yeah. just because the, the schedule was busy. Um, they, that there was a little bit of a change in the schedule. They so had a little more time for them to play then, but um, the camp was, the camp was good. The camp was when it was three weeks solid. And uh, right. um, I mean, we had, I think it was 200 and, 88 people or something come wow. through in three weeks. Um, and then we had a weekend camp in was supposed to be November that got rained out. So that was another 32 people that were coming. So in total, I think it was going to be 320 people in the wow. three weeks and one weekend. So 
Um, so what's the what's the schedule? What are you guys doing to get that many people through in in two hundred? I mean, we're basically doing three it's, weeks. It's they come thirty two people come for two and a half days, and they do we do eight. Uh, they do ten hours of paddle, and we do an exhibition and a welcome dinner with them. So, and that's two and a half days, thirty two people, and the next thirty two people come in, and it just keeps rolling. Um, so and, the two and a half days, and then the next group that comes in, they're half days first, and then two day, days. Yep, exactly. Yep. Got it. Yeah. Wow. So do, you guys just but, knocking it out. Yeah, but it's it's ten hours of teaching every day, um, but we have a number of pros, so we do rotations. So you do either five or seven and a half hours on court a day. We don't you know ever do ten. Um, but yeah, but that's stupid. still a lot in the hot weather. Yeah. No, it is. It is. Yeah. But uh, and we, I mean, we were fortunate. We had a lot of good pros. I mean, we had Charlotte Sakura was there the entire time. We had uh, Mark Innes, genius. Um, Tyler, Frazier, Philippe Rams, Felipe Osses-Koenig, Chris Humphreys, a lot of good pros. Um, so we were very, very fortunate. Did you guys buy Philippe a pair of shorts that are slightly longer? <laughs> no, actually shorter. Actually, says, I hope not. Then, then, then even more women Why wear shorts? Again. Why wear shorts? Really make it uncomfortable for everyone. <laughs> so so what's that like? I mean, uh, camps have obviously blown up in popularity in the last, I don't know, five years, let's say. Uh, I mean, it was, you know, there was a couple of them that have been going for a long time, but, but seemingly there's a lot more now. What are, what are camps like for you guys? I mean, are they, uh, are they like a change of pace from, from day-to-day stuff? I mean, obviously it's not like a vacation cause you're working a, an yeah. awful lot, maybe even more than you usually do, but what, what's that like from your perspective? It, it is kind of a nice change in pace. Cause you get a bunch of different people coming from all over the country that uh, are really really into their paddle and they came for that reason and so it's kind of fun and i mean you're only seeing people for two and a half days so right. to be honest even if someone is you know kind of a dud you, it's two and a half days and they're gone it's sounds perfect sounds perfect <laughs> yeah. but to be honest i would say that we actually we had amazing people come so we didn't like it, it to me it flies by two and a half days like a group it just goes by so quickly um it's it's tons of fun and again like i said everybody's there because they want to be there they're not you know right. they right. they're there for the right reason so it's always it's always a lot of fun it yeah. is work but it's fun and any, uh, oh, go ahead no i was just going to say is is it true that you tell every single group there that you're there that they're your favorite group or is it just us <laughs> just us you told that to everyone no it's it's only you know <laughs> thanks <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> absolutely our favorite group <laughs> Every Noah, time. Noah goes to strip clubs too and believes that the strippers all uh, all love him too. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh but no, like you know, with do you have any stories from can you tell? You don't have to name any names. Do we have any stories that we can tell from because uh, I'll tell you every spring, like every spring and fall, like like I go hunting. So we have like we have some wild nights and like I've had nights where, you know, a freshly killed rattlesnake was thrown at me as we were sitting around the uh, <laughs> head was chopped off, but I didn't know that as it was thrown <laughs> towards me. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, so yeah, fun stuff. But yeah, Ben wakes up with a diaper on his head, that kind of stuff, you know? No, I, haven't, I haven't had that yet. I did check my bed every night before I go to bed and st- things are left in there. What, 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 that, what happens when like the wind stays field. in the woods? Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. But no, we 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 we, we kind of keep it clean, which is good. I mean, I think uh, earlier on there was a lot more. You know, we talked with hangovers and that kind of stuff, but not so much anymore, which is good. Um, but uh, there there definitely are some stories. Um, not going to share here. 
<laughs> okay, but, uh, fair enough. We'll share with you. We'll share. I'll share with you privately. Um, <laughs> they, were, they were pretty funny. Um, guys, guys telling stories and not realizing that uh, Charlotte's room is right next to the living room in the house they were staying in, and she could hear everything. So the next morning, she pokes her head out and goes, "Hey guys, just so you know, I heard everything." And then certain people get really embarrassed. It was quite funny. Oh, um, nice, funny. nice. Well, next time we see you and Terry, Terry Babs around, we'll have to have him tell a story about Noah, because okay. okay. only oh, only Terry tells it, and it, it's amazing, and you'll get a kick out of it. I'm but curious. What, well, yeah. I'm looking forward to making some more of those stories in Kansas City this weekend. So it'll be good. Kansas, Kansas. Yeah. You is oh, is it the tournament this weekend? Next, uh, the December 3rd, whatever that is. Yeah, third. I love that December. tournament. That's a obviously Stephen's never gone to that one. It's a little, that's it's like a step down for you, Stephen. But uh, <laughs> that's a fun tournament. Like, there if you go. if you ever like need a confidence boost, Stephen, and got to get some wins, go to Kansas City because it's it's no, have you ever played it? No, not Kansas it's City. It's an no. awesome tournament. It's cool. They've Looking there's no huts to. or anything, none of that, shit, but it's like. There's fire pits and everyone's happy that you came to Kansas City. And yeah. um who, have who, you guys ever been have you guys ever been to Kansas City? I have not. Who 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 runs the tournament? Like is it Grand uh, Battle? No, no. It's uh it's actually not a not a director. Kansas City is a little bit strange. They only did not strange, just different. They only have three clubs with paddle there, and I it's a member, not a not a director who actually runs okay. the tournament, one of the clubs. It's uh, Jim, what? and his name is escaping me. I apologize to Jim, but uh, Jim. Oh, Sunday. okay. And I think it's the same guys when I played it, though. I played it once. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. But, but I tell you, Johan should never go. I w- was playing the final and I FYM'd Peter. Um, shit, I can't remember his name. Guy Hamtech. Lewis. Peter, Peter Hamtech. Hamtech. I FYM'd Peter Hamtech in the chest. And I got booed by like 100 people. Oh, I, like, I go, this is bullshit. And I, and on the changeover, Peter fist bumps me. He's like, good shot. I go, you're going to hit me, aren't you? He goes, absolutely. And I go, dude, it's like a whole different, it's like a whole different world. They, yeah, uh, they don't that, see that, that stuff. Yeah, that definitely wouldn't work then. No, yeah, that, that wouldn't work. Yeah. But they, I tell you, I, I went down there with uh, Graham Battle and we got off the airplane. He goes, you were hungry. And I was like, dude, I'm starving. So he goes, I got the greatest place to go eat. And we pulled up to a gas station. And are you fucking kidding me? And we stood outside for like an hour of this gas station. And I shit you not, if 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 you ever go to Kansas City, I think it's called like Kansas City Joe's or Oklahoma Joe's or something like that. It might be the greatest food you'll ever eat. Yeah, that's that's kind oh, of how it works in in, oh, it's in, amazing. in the South as well. Like in Alabama, you go to the biggest hole in the wall is the best barbecue. So yeah, really, um, yeah, yeah, very similar. Do you ever be- make it back to Alabama? <clears throat> Haven't in, I, I don't know, last time I was back was probably, I was actually thinking about that the other day. Someone asked me, I think it was maybe seven years, eight years ago, something like that. Oh, um, wow. it, it's been a while. It was a tennis reunion and we went to, actually, I can f- probably figure it out. Went to the Bama, the, the football game. We were playing Mississippi State and Dak Prescott was the quarterback. So that was a while ago. Um because he's, I mean, he's been at the Cowboys for a while, so I don't know. Yeah. Um, there we go. You mentioned names I had no idea about. I could see that look in your face. I heard Cowboys. I was like, oh, okay, he must be good. Yeah. No, no. Well, ben, ben, Ben's focus on the, that game where they run around right now in uh, in, uh, in Cutter, where uh, a one nothing game is like crazy exciting. Oh, you mean soccer? 
What? I'm not familiar with that. That would that would be that would be football. Football, Stephen. Couldn't imagine a more boring game. <laughs> sorry, sorry to all the hundreds of people I've offended in the U.S. with that statement. Well, <laughs> tens, ten, tens of people in the U.S. <laughs> I was being nice by saying hundreds, but yes, yeah. yes, yes. Uh, one nothing game was a cliffhanger. Ninety <laughs> minutes of excitement. <laughs> South Africa's not in this one. They hosted it a few years back. But well, that's the only way they get into it, is if they host. So yeah, <laughs> you just gotta bribe FIFA with enough money every time and you get to host it. Exactly, that's how it works. Exactly. Um, All right, so so let's talk some paddle. Um, how about uh, so so? Obviously, we got a cup, got a Grand Prix in already, and uh, and what? We're just one of the tournaments so far, right? Uh, for you guys, yeah. Year, the season opening went. Um, so. I'm curious, like for guys like you that, I mean, you know, me, I go to play a tournament, I get my three, three matches that I paid for and I go home and I'm out by lunch. It's very nice, but I, <laughs> I enjoy that. You know, you guys obviously have a, a longer weekend to put some work in. Is the, is this, is the season too long for you guys when you start in what last weekend of September and you're going through early March? Is it, does it get long? Does it start too early or what's, what's it like for you? No, no, I don't, I mean, I don't think so. I think that's up to you. You can decide what you want to play. Right. So I think it's, I mean, I think it's cool that there are, there's a lot more tournaments now than there were. So that's, that to me is kind of cool. And obviously, you know, we plan out the schedule accordingly in terms of what we're trying to play. Um, We did obviously like last weekend, we played long meadow. Right. Um, because that's obviously Jeff Mono and John Hughes and very good friends, great guys. So we obviously want to support them. And then we obviously get to play, play some matches. But again, you know, there's certain, certain tournaments we try and do different things, you know, try and work on different things in the game as well. So that's, that's kind of a bit of a fun aspect. Um, you know, Montclair, we did a few different things as well. Um, some didn't and, work. Some were still get, fun. Get, but, uh, those, those didn't work as well. No. Well, <laughs> hey, wait, wait, wait. Let me, Stephen. I'm going to cut you off for a second here because on our, you know, Noah and I have a, you know, like a Google Doc that we we fill out and kind of ask questions and bounce around on. Noah, Noah has written down slow start at Montclair. The, the fucking guys, they made the final and then lost to the second best team in the game. Uh, I, I wrote that. You wrote yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. I, no, I didn't write this. Well, only one of the three of us on this on this uh, on this call won the Montclair tournament, Stephen. But uh, this is true. That's, yes. That's, no, that's not true. Only one of us didn't win the Montclair tournament. Oh. Ha-ha. Yeah. I mean, I I missed dinner for it. Yeah. I oh, won. Yeah, yeah I, you did. See, only one of us didn't win the Montclair <laughs> tournament. So you said you're working on things. Like, what are you guys working on? First tournament of the year. Um, well, that one was to you know try and see what uh, purposefully do a little bit of transition play, like move it up and back. And I mean, it was warm, so you know points yeah. are going to take longer to try and move it up and back and see, you know, see how comfortable we are with the you know doing that and and how to do it best. You know, you have to kind of test it out to see what works. Right. Um, you know, against certain teams, I don't think we'd actually be doing that because we don't want to risk giving up the net when we have it. Um, but against other teams that are maybe playing slow from the back, then, you know, you're more willing to do it because you're okay with that. So are you, are you guys kind of like, you know, I was talking to like, you know, um, like Scott Mansinger or, you know, use other sports like a Tiger Woods. At this point, if the, you know, to win charities is great. Long Meadow is great. Like, you know, the Boston is great. But for you guys, is it 
it's all about nationals. Like at, th- at this point, like if you won every tournament leading up to nationals, but then didn't win nationals, it would be like, ah, you know, like yeah. your year counts on that four days. Yeah. In March, 100%. Right? That's uh, I mean, it's what 20, the 21 season, we won that nationals, but we lost a whole bunch of finals leading up to that. And then in 22 or whatever, or the last season, we won most of the finals, but then lost the one that actually counts. I'd rather flip. I'd take the 21 right. season all day long. You know? yeah. So, um, you know, but that's, you know, it is what it is. They played better than we did that day. It's all good. But but every, good. everything for the most part with you guys is kind of R&D until four days in March. Pretty much, yeah. Um, that's awesome. I wish I could be that good one day at something. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it it wasn't it wasn't like that for me in the beginning, obviously, right? Because it was just kind of I was trying to survive and stay out of trouble. Now I feel like I can actually contribute and do things that are going to help our team more than just holding us neutral, if that makes sense. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I think that's going to add a little bit of a little bit of a different dimension to it when people play us now. So. We'll see. Is it is it kind of the same thing? Like I, I know you know you play first round matches, obviously, and a lot of times those might not be great matches. Is this kind of the same thing? Do you view those? And I don't mean this in a negative way to the people you're playing, but are those kind of warm ups, kind of getting the feel of things? Because obviously, you know, you guys are really only playing together at at tournaments. It's not. I'm assuming you're not playing pickup matches uh, every week or something like that together to stay warm. Is so? Are those early rounds just kind of getting the kinks out a little bit to some degree? Yes. Yeah. And I mean, we, you know, obviously we're pretty, pretty in sync in terms of what we're trying to do strategically against certain teams. And then, yes, it's kind of get the rhythm going and kind of get the feel going. Um, you know, and we also, again, Johan's an amazing partner. He, he wants me to be doing more things because that's the only way my game actually develops, right? The, the tricky part is as good as he is, I could just stand on the side and then he can do everything, but that's not when we really get up to the top and playing the best teams, they'll find a way to exploit that. So that's not really going to work. Um, so, you know, that that's something that we've been constantly working on. And then, you know, playing matches, certain matches will do things where it puts me in a spot to have to work on some things, which is great. So can, can I, you know, skip forward a little bit? The reason we wanted to get you on the show, and I, I text Noah during the it was semifinals of Charities, I was sitting on the side of the court with your buddy, uh, Marshall Chapin. Yeah. And uh, Tiernan. And, you know, everyone around is, you know, and everyone around is like, oh, Johan, greatest player ever. Johan, Johan, Johan. I'm like, oh, great. We know this at this point, right? Johan is great. Yeah. But so I spent, I was that match with um, uh, Adam and Tyler. I watched you for about 45 minutes. I didn't really watch kind of the match. I just kind of watched you, your positioning and you hitting balls. I've kind of just focused on trying to watch you play the match. And I was talking to Tiernan and Marshall and I go, you know, please, no disrespect. Johan's awesome. Take Johan out of the equation. Steven's like the best player in the game. Like he, he, I don't mean it. No, no, no. I'm not saying this because you're on the show. I reached out to Noah and I, I go, I want to get Steven on the show because it's Johan, Johan, Johan. And, and Steven, like this badass player now. I was watching you play. And I think you could put you with, you know, again, take Johan out of the game. 
put you with, you know, I don't know, Drew or Martin Bostrom or Philippe Rams or Tyler Frey, anyone. And I think you'd win a national title. Um, and I, I just, I wanted to get you on the show without, without the lion. And, <laughs> and, and like, I just wanted to kind of give you the props of you are this badass paddle player now. And I don't think you get the, you know, you don't get the credit that you deserve. I think you do from the guys that you play, but in the overall paddle world, it's, it's almost like, well, you know, Johan's so good. And I'm like, well, you know, when you play with Johan, they're not trying to hit to Johan. So the other guy needs to be really good to beat the beat Sven and Mick or to beat, you know, Adam or Tyler. So, you know, I'm going on a rant here, but I spent a good 45 minutes just watching you. And I, I, I looked at Tian and the Marshall. And I'm like, Dude, it's a badass player. Like he's he's as good as anyone, if not better than anyone else in the game of paddle right now. And you know, I I told Noah this as the match was going on. I go, we got to get Stephen on and, and screw Johan. We don't need him on the show. We just got to get we just got to get Stephen and let's let's get him on the show. So there was no question in there. I just wanted to jump ahead and just say why we had to get you on the show today. Yeah. Um, and, and I I don't want to weird you out too much, Stephen. But he's got a whole wall of just pictures of you huge, on his bedroom huge. wall. You really, it's a little weird. I gotta be just, honest with you. Just you, yeah. you and Jason Statham. That's all I got on my wall. That's it. <laughs> but no, like so when you you know to put a question in this before you played with Johan, who who were you playing with? How did you get into the game? How how did well, all this yeah. come about? Oh wasn't really playing right so i we played in 2009 johan and i did um okay. that's when he played a little bit before that then got me to play and we played for one year and then we had our first kid so then i was like okay i'm out now and that then the next year he played with jerry and he won that and then i didn't play so that was 2010 and then i didn't play again until 2017 wow. um, <laughs> when i played i actually came out um, I started playing like in the league here in 2017, I think it was, or 2016. And then in 2017, I came out, I think it was 2017. must've been that one. I came out and played um, nationals with Dane Schmidgall. Oh, uh, what a good dude. Yeah, he's a great dude. Awesome right? dude. Johan set, like, set me up to come out and play with him. Just, I mean, I hadn't even played. I mean, I played maybe one tournament here in Boston with Genius. And then, then I played nationals. And then the next year, Johan and I started playing together. Um, so, which was, it must've been 18 or whatever it was, but so, you know, again, back to what you said, that's really nice. Again, obviously the funny thing is that Johan's actually my biggest supporter and actually gives me the most credit. So I don't actually need to worry about what anybody else says. That doesn't really, yeah. if you know what I mean, like I understand. And the funny thing is the, a guy here in Boston said this to me, which I didn't, I'm glad I'm stupid and I didn't really think of it in the 2020 nationals. And I did, I played really well. I didn't make any mistakes, but obviously I didn't, I mean, Johan won the matches and I didn't lose the matches, but he, he said to me after, he's like, you like, that's a really tough spot to be in because if you lost, they would have all blamed you. But if you, if you win, then Johan gets all the credit. I'm like, I don't mind Johan yeah. getting the credit. It's okay. I, I know I was still there. It's okay. But <laughs> I didn't really think of it. I'm like, good thing. I didn't really think of these things. Cause it would have been like, you lost it. And I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well, you know, well, 
it's kind of like Flora and Anna. Everyone's like, oh, you know, Anna's an amazing player. Anna's awesome. If you watch the two play, Flora's the badass player of the two. She's she's not flashy. She doesn't miss. Yep. She controls the points. Like, you know, you know, I just think you have to have that dynamic though, right? For you and Johan yep. as a team. He's the one that, you know, gets the glory and creates everything. But yeah, you are the one that if you lose, people are, well, you know, it's Steven's fault. Yeah. But it's, I mean, that's, I think that's how it works in this game. If you really want to be good, you have to, you, there has to be roles there, right? You can't, oh, you can't yeah. both be, I don't think it works if you're both trying to play super offensive. I also don't think it works if you both try and play super defensive. So yeah. you, you gotta, it's, you gotta be, you gotta be both there. So you have to have both pieces of it. Um, you know, I think, uh, the, the, the thing that I find fun now is that there's some shots that people didn't, don't know I have. So then when I hit them, they're like, oh, they, they don't expect that to come from my side of the court. So I can sneak the odd point here and there. And people are like, what just happened? And that kind of then will shift people's like thinking. So, you know, th that to me is the small things that I've added to it in the last year, I would say. So I, I got to tell you, I'm very aware when I play with Scott Mansinger that it is 100% my fault. When we, lose. <laughs> we haven't lost yet Steve, uh, Scott and I but I, I am very aware like when I start missing I'm like oh this is 100% my fault yeah this is this is all on me if we lose you can't so, blame like Scott you know so, so let me let me ask you this question so uh, I mean given what you said before about nationals being you know like really the 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 end goal and and kind of the things you've talked about do you when you're playing at that level and when the goal is nationals like right I'm playing my goal is not to win nationals. My goal is to have fun and maybe win a couple of matches. I shouldn't, but at your level, when obviously there's a whole different level of intensity and, and everything else that goes into it, is it still fun to play or is it just, I want to be the best and I want to, I want to, you know, win or, but you know, or, or do you, can you, can you play and just have fun when you're playing? You know oh, what I mean? No, it's super, it's super fun for me. I, I, I love the, I need the competitive like release too. So it's, it's awesome to me that to be able to do this because you know, you think when tennis comes to an end, you're like, right. You know, I kind of like, what the hell am I going to do now? Which working is great. And that's all fun. But it's like this, this is like a great, a great release for me. And I love it. So I, I like the competitive and it's fun. Um, so I, I, I feel, I love it. I, I love the competition and I love that. I also like that people are taking it a little bit more seriously personally, because I want to compete. So I enjoy that. Yeah. So are you, are you competitive with like, everything in your life pretty much yeah um yeah um I, how, old, how old are you how old are your kids 12 9 and 6 so um, like the like my older two now they're like dad let's race let's run i'm like you're not beating me yet because i've <laughs> as soon as i start losing i got a lifetime of losing to them so i'm like no 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 we we play video games. I'm trying to beat them. Like, like we're competitive. Are you? So I was wondering, like, with the kids now, like, no, you no, still got to smack them down and keep them in their place, right? Definitely, definitely, still like to let them know that uh, they can't, they can't take me in certain things for sure, Not, for sure. Yeah, because once um, you lose, it's the yeah. downward spiral. You know, they got you for the rest of your life. <laughs> no, definitely, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, you know, for me, yes, I'm, I've always been. Now I've. When I got older, I got to actually control my emotions. I, I still don't 100%. But like my mom loves telling the story when I was like a kid and we we're playing checkers and I was like three years old or something. And my mom 
absolutely amazing mother, but like wouldn't just let me win because you don't just let your kid win. That's, a, that's actually, you learn that later. And we're playing mm -hmm. checkers and she beats me and I just flip the board upside down. I'm like this, whatever, you cheated. And, she, and that was it. She never played another competitive game with me ever again because she said I was like, and I did. I used, to, I used to go nuts if I didn't win. So I had to figure out how to channel that emotion. But yes. Yeah. Were you a racket breaker on the tennis oh, court as a kid? Lots, lots, lots. So lots. I was wondering that when I was watching you play, you were like so calm and like no, lots relaxed. And, lots. and I was like, I, I, I think I got to ask him. I think he was probably a racket breaker as a, ten <laughs> yeah. as a tennis kid. Like, yeah. No, my parents didn't even know that. But yes, I'll be in shit now. But yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, You're a big boy now. <laughs> I, was I was traveling internationally. So I broke him and I threw him away somewhere. And then just, you know that's what happened but yes there was definitely a lot of that unfortunately yeah. but yeah, yeah. <laughs> well who were you, were you sponsored by a racket company when you were yeah yeah who um, were you sponsored Dunlop, by Dunlop, Dunlop and Slazenger they were combined so, in South Africa so yeah right 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 so I was I was Prince and back yeah. as like a teenager if you broke a racket you'd kind of you'd call them uh, or send them back and they would send me two new ones and this is a horrible message to send like a 13 year old. <laughs> I just broke a racket and you sent me two new ones. I, like, I have broken so many. Like yep. if I, if my children behaved how I did when I was playing, I, no, you're not doing this anymore. Like we're done. Yeah. Yep. But I, no, again, I, mean, my... I was traveling, I was traveling internationally. So yep. parents never saw it. Yep. Yeah. No, my parents would have killed me if they'd seen it, but yeah. Um, I, got, <laughs> I mean, I did, I did get in shit um, <clears throat> growing up playing tournaments. Cause I'd miss bad. And again, my parents were, I mean, talking about zero pressure, no pressure in terms of like I had to win matches or even play tennis. It was like there were four kids and we all played different sports. Mm -hmm. We just moved to a house and there was a tennis club behind the house. So I just hit against the wall. And that's how I got into tennis. There's no no mm -hmm. real tennis history. Um, so it wasn't none of that stuff was important to my parents. They liked the fact that I enjoyed the sport and I had some direction in life. That's great. But like if I did that kind of stuff, I got serious shit and rightfully so. But yeah. <laughs> So right. did, did you have a, a high level of success early on with tennis then? Or, or I mean, obviously, later you did. You, you got to Alabama shortly after that. But but early on, were you uh, successful? Yeah, fairly. I mean, I played, yeah, I played, grew up playing in South Africa, played all the local stuff. And then, you know, when you get to like 16, 17, I was traveling, playing like the ITF tournaments and then played like the junior Grand Slams when I was 18. And then it was basically, are you going to go pro or are you going to go to college? Um and I was always going to go to college because I was also at that time really small and physically I wasn't ready for it, but also didn't have the finances to go and try and play anyway. So college was always going to be the the way to go. And then from there, I kind of played after that a little bit and then, you know, realized it wasn't going to pan out. So that's all good. I I always love when I like see guys and I, yeah, you know, I, I retired from the pro tour. No, you didn't. You didn't make it. <laughs> yeah. no. no, you didn't. You'd yeah. still be playing if you if you uh, if you were good enough. You you got to a point and you realized, yeah, yeah. probably not good enough at this to make a yeah. living. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. I, then li yeah. life 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 goes on, you know. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. All right. I got a. Uh, I got one for you. Lagunitas. Are you going to be playing it this year? I can't. I'm so. Oh, bummed. you just I'm, broke someone's heart, Stephen. I'm so bummed. I know. Uh, I've, already, I've already spoken that, to Noah. That, that, so that was gonna be that was gonna be the real test of, of his ability as a player. No, it's just unfortunately, just too too much too much stuff right now. Um, I mean, good stuff, but just too much stuff. Um, you know, he might have to play with me now. That's how that's how much you've just let him down. 
uh, Terry will be happy. I'll, I'll play with Terry. I'll uh, Terry and I. Oh, see, now I just got ditched. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't even. I don't have a partner now. Thanks, maybe, Stephen. Yeah, maybe Mark Guinness. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll see. We'll get somebody. Uh, that's good. That's right. Well, there's always next year. There's always yeah, next year. I would. I would definitely. I'd actually. I'd like to do that as a as a family trip too. So I gotta. We gotta. I gotta figure that one whole that one out. Right. Right. I think that would be a fun tournament, right? Yeah. I yeah. Well, you know, the, Toronto's a great family trip too in April. I'm just throwing that out there. What's that? The Toronto tournament in April. That's always a good family trip. What date is that? April 15th. The Canadian Open. You can get your taxes done and then go play paddle. <laughs> That's right. There you go. I'm just, I'm throwing it out there. It's just okay. an option. I'm, okay. I'm just saying. So, yeah. you know, advanced planning, you have six months on that one. So. <laughs> <laughs> All He's right. He's going to so, keep asking. All yes, right. Absolutely. Go. Absolutely. Keep, All right. Keep so, doing it. So uh, we know it's getting late here. We'll, we'll let you get going, but a uh, couple, couple quick questions to wrap up. So uh, we've asked this a, a few times to different guests and it's kind of interesting to hear, uh, hear the thoughts. So you're, uh, you're the king for a day of, uh, of paddle. There's no APTA board. There's no anything. You're making all the rules. What are you changing? What am I changing? What wow. would you, what would you do to improve the game? make it better, you know, a kind of open-ended question. It could be changing something in the court. It could be, you know, changing something to reduce the cost of the courts. could be changing play rules of play, whatever. Um, on a, on a bigger scale, it would be trying to get more. I mean, I'd love to see more courts in the Boston area that are actually accessible to people. I mean, like that, and again, it's not a, it's not an exciting answer. That's for sure. But it's something yeah. that it, it kind of hits with, with uh, actually with myself and Johan, we talked about this the other day because at Long Meadow, we were out there and we had all five of our kids for the for the weekend. And uh, our his oldest and my youngest, who was seven and six, played I think seven and a half hours of paddle. They wouldn't come off one of the courts. They had there was one court that was available, and they just stayed on the court the entire day. And it was so awesome. But then our kids were like, "Can we go play paddle when we get home?" I'm like, "No, not really, because we're 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 how's that going to work? There's no there's no real access, you know." Um, so that, that would definitely be something I'd love to try and figure out. But, um, in terms of rule stuff and those things, um, I would just encourage a bunch of FYMing, I guess, but, uh, other than that, I, I don't know. I don't really think there'd be anything. I don't know. I, I wouldn't change anything. I kind of, I, you know, I, I enjoy the game. I don't. Here's, here's, here's a rule that almost got changed a little while back. How about lobs bouncing out of the court? Yeah, I, I, I was asked that the other day. Um, I actually think if you can hit a lob that bounces out, you should win the point. Right. Um, you know, because the guy has the option to hit the, hit the ball out of the air. So it would kind mm -hmm. of maybe add a little bit of a something and make and make guys not just be able to leave stuff and maybe speed it up from that standpoint a bit, I guess. Um, yep. But I think if you can hit a lob that bounces in and goes over, personally, I think it should be your point. But, yeah. That's where hmm. I go. All right. Hmm. Should we uh, should we get Stephen out of here with uh, some quick fire, rapid fire questions? Absolutely. Let's do it. All right. Uh, one of the – all right, we'll get to that. Uh, least favorite opponent. Least favorite opponent. Mm -hmm. um, or you can name least favorite partner if you want to. <laughs> we're talking. We're talking personality or style of play here. Anything um, you like. <laughs> uh, I'm probably going to go with with Juan because he still makes me the most uncomfortable with the stuff that he can do. 
Interesting. Yeah. Okay. All right. Hey, when you're coaching something that drives you nuts, you don't have to name any names. Uh, that- I know, I know, I know. Right? <laughs> when I said, no, but you didn't know, because then why'd you do it for the 16th time when I told you? And I, I, I always nicely. say that. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. It makes you, then I switch off. I'm like, okay, I, I can't. That's it. I love that. When I, I've just watched you make the same mistake five times and I finally come over to help you and you go, no, 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 I know, I know. No, you don't. No, nope, you definitely <laughs> don't. Otherwise, or you're just really stupid, but that's okay. <laughs> and you said you just shut off after that. I, yeah, I'm no, so glad tough. you, you it, said it's that. It's tough for me to be engaged after that. Yep. Right. All right. Uh, best shot you've ever hit. Best shot I've ever hit. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, might be a backhand Backhand cut drop shot in the Boston Open against it was against um, uh, McNeeny and Chawinski. It was like in the Ooh. quarterfinals. It was a total like he flipped the ball off the back screen. I didn't even expect to come over, and I just went like that, and it went over. I was a complete didn't know it actually happened kind of shot. Like I was like, oh, that actually went over. Didn't expect it to at all. All right. Uh, so before I ask this question, I will tell you that Johan is the 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 uh the common answer for this if there was one player in the game that you could fym who would it be <laughs> and i think most people are just say, like they just they they enjoy pain i think uh that they they say that they want to fym johan but well that's probably because you- that's probably because they were on the other side of the net when johan was fym them right so that makes sense i i, I don't think some on- of these people have ever been on the other side of the net for him. they're just like yeah. i want to see how this feels um I don't, I don't really have anybody. Um, You're too nice. Too nice of a guy. Come well, on, no, Steve. to be honest, it'll be, it'll be dependent on the match. When I'm playing someone, then if they do something that pisses me off, then I want to FIM them. FIM them. Um, you never get again, like Adam Morgan after a fist pump after the first point of the match. And you're like, <laughs> I need to hit him. I just got to go after him. That might be one. I love yeah. Adam. He's a good um, dude. <laughs> That, but that kind of stuff, I don't know, that stuff doesn't really get under my skin. When I'm playing, that's not, uh, that's not the stuff that I really think about, if that makes sense. Um, but uh, I don't know. No? I, I don't really, it, to me, it's, it's in a match, whether that something happens, then maybe I'd want to do it. All right. So the, the default answer is Marshall Chapin. Because <laughs> I know he's trying to listen. So you want to hit Marshall. That's fair. Good. Hey, Marshall's a good dude. He was nice enough to come out and hit a whole bunch of lefty overheads at me in the corner to get me more used to the spin. So that he's a good dude. He hits some serious spin, doesn't he? He does. He definitely does. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know how he hasn't had to go to the shoulder surgeon yet, but yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. So Noah lead the way. Uh, all right. How about, um, how about uh, what's the best piece of advice you can give to the average club player? Um. <laughs> Big, big, biggest thing for me is is lob more just uh, it's just too much driving people just drive all i'm like just lob just lob a whole bunch like then you actually get to learn to see how the game actually works and then you start seeing when the drive opportunities come and i learned this the hard way myself so yeah definitely that. every time noah asks that question i feel like everyone's answering towards him <laughs> <laughs> 
did, 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 did I ever tell you when, when when Terry and I played in Toronto, like I don't know, eight years ago, and we we played Mansiger and Burka, and uh, and you know we didn't know what the hell we were doing, of course, and even less so then. And so we play him, and they beat us. I don't know something stupid. Wanted to, you know, wasn't close. Obviously, they're toying with us. And uh, so afterwards, Terry's like, "Hey, what would you, what 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 should we do to get better?" Blah blah blah. And he went off and. They were talking to me for a while, and uh, and I come back in. And he goes, "What do they say?" I go, "Same thing everyone else does. Don't drive it as much." <laughs> 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 so yeah, so I, I guess I've heard that before. Um, <laughs> all right, how about uh, favorite city? Favorite city in the world? Favorite city in the world is definitely Cape Town. Definitely Cape Town. Interesting. All right. I just watched. Uh, do you watch with your kids, Dude Perfect? No. Uh, there's a there's these YouTube guys called uh, Dude Perfect. They do like trick shots, and they just started this thing called like Bucket List, and they yeah. just did um, Bucket List South Africa. Well, um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You should look them up, Dude Perfect, and it's Bucket List South Africa, and um, they did all this stuff in South Africa, and I was like, oh shit, I need to go. Dude, yeah. it's 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 definitely a trip that it's a bucket list trip. I mean, it's amazing. You and you have to go. Cape Town and the coast, and then go to a safari. It's just amazing. Do you have to bring your own water to Cape Town? <laughs> no. Wait, wait. Was it Cape Town, the city that just ran out of water? Oh, they were having a big drought. Yes, but oh. you can. Yeah. See, there you go. Huh? Yeah. See, no, yeah. Chop. A couple of years ago, they were like, uh, they were, they were saying, we're going to run out of water, right? I assume yep. that problem has resolved itself. It has because that was just it didn't we didn't get much rain that year, but also people don't know how to plan for stuff. So yes, unfortunately. Gotcha. All right. Um, all right. Here's a good one. Uh, the next player to win nationals that hasn't yet. Oh, um, next player to win nationals that hasn't yet. Um, I'm gonna go Tyler Frazier. Interesting. No. Interesting call. Um, all right, we've got two we'll, two more and we'll wrap up. Uh, yeah. Favorite superhero? Favorite superhero? Superman. <laughs> Don't oh, want to say Robin, huh? Superman. <laughs> we have one person answer Robin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honest question. Just right, think the flying answer. and the lasers and stuff. I think it's cool. Yeah. There, there you go. Um all right, let's see. Uh, yeah, I got one real quick. Go you're off, normally, you're always playing, but uh, do you have a favorite commentator? Someone you like to listen to when you watch the matches? Uh, Brad Easterbrook. Uh, he's good. Yeah, I think he. Uh, I think he gives gives good insight to the game. Obviously, he played the game at a high level, but he gives great insight and actually, what I like is he actually talks about. Maybe if stuff goes wrong for someone, he at least tries to talk through why they maybe tried this or that. Yeah. Um, and he gives good, very good feedback in terms of what the players are trying to do. So do you, do you guys actually, uh, will you watch your matches? I do. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think, there's, I think there's a lot you can learn from it. Um, so I absolutely do. Um, and also a bunch of that's also trying to like pick up on other people's habits and things that they do. Um, sure. so I think that, I mean, now it's less so of that stuff because I've seen enough of the guys play, if that makes sense. But, um, definitely, I think is, I think there's definitely things you can, can learn from watching. 
Yeah. Are you are you as ever are you as horrified as I am when I see myself play? <laughs> Um, I do get I do get pretty upset when I see the same stupid mistakes I make over and over again. Yeah. Is that is there anything you do when you're playing or after the point where you're like, why why do I do that? Like you know you got the you know the Mark Parsons the the the, the semicircle with the rub the hand on the back of the screen. Or, you know the the one Araya the penguin walk around. The, you know is there anything you see you're like, oh man, I wish I didn't do that. Um, no, because I've kept the paddle in my hand most of the time, so I'm pretty happy about it, actually. Because <laughs> I know I want to throw it a number of times, and I don't. So, you know. Yeah. No, he, he he just watches and goes, I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last question, the most important one. Favorite favorite movie? Favorite movie is Gladiator. Ooh, I just watched that the other night. It's yeah. so good. I absolutely, I don't know, it just gets me, it just gets me fired up. I absolutely love that movie. And I watched it. It also just takes me back to when I was in, you know, it was, I think it was 2000 when that movie came out. Mm -hmm. um, and it was, uh, it's just also the memories of, of doing that and going and watching with friends and all that stuff back in South Africa. It was, but it, I don't know, it always gets me fired up. There you go. I watched the other guys last night. It, it, I didn't get fired up. It's a wolf. Yeah, you told me. You didn't me about like it. it? No, no, I did, but it wasn't a fire up movie kind of thing, was it? S Steven, have you seen this movie? No, what's that? It's uh, Mark Wahlberg and Will Ferrell. They're called The Other Guys. They're uh, two police officers in New York City. Oh, no, I need to see this. Is this <gasps> oh, dude. Oh, it's, it's, pretty funny. it's one of the funniest movies you'll ever see. It's like, on when, did this, when did this come out? 2010. Oh. 2010. Yeah, I was going to say what? 12, 13 okay. years ago. Okay. Oh, dude. Yeah. It might yeah. be one of the funniest movies you have ever seen. Well, I, yeah. I love Will Ferrell. So, yeah. I need to yeah. Oh, it's called The Other Guys, and he's amazing in it. Who's the okay. the rock? The rock is in it. Uh, who else? Samuel Jackson. Samuel Jackson. It. There's yeah, just yeah. so many, yeah. so many good it's, actors it's, in it. It's yeah. pretty funny. Yeah. yeah. Netflix. Highly recommend it. You need right. to report back. Report back to us after you've watched it because it's, go it's watch fantastic. It now. Go watch it. It's great. After, after we play Lagunitas, we'll expect a full report. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey. Uh, you know what? Uh, thanks so much for being on tonight, Stephen. It's uh, it's great having you on. It's Obviously, super fun to watch you uh, watch you play on live streaming and in person, and uh, uh, just you know kicking ass and taking names. So it's uh, it's awfully fun watching, and we appreciate you you being on and uh, and uh, can you know continued success the rest of the year. Hey, thanks, guys. I appreciate it, man. It's always fun talking to you guys. Absolutely. All right, thanks so much, Stephen. Take care. All right. See you guys. All right, Fed Black, roll the credits. Thank you so much to Stephen Mitchell for coming on the show today. Uh, obviously, if you're listening to my stupid voice, you are fans of ours and you realize that Steven Mitchell might be my favorite player in the game. Um, he's just a good dude. And uh, from his from his opponents and his partner, they'll tell you that he's legit best player in the game. Uh, but, you know, Nora and I were talking and we, we agreed that for the most part, we think he's overshadowed a little bit. So. We hope you got to learn a little bit more about Stephen Mitchell today. So with that, he's Noah. I'm Ben. This is Inside the Wires, and we appreciate you. We're out of here.